13 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the SMME Exchange here on Metro FM Talk. This evening, uh, we take a look at uh, cooperatives as uh, a business form, as I said earlier on, that, uh, you know, Moki Tegisan once said is the most revolutionary way to undertake business, but also uh, a way uh, premised, I guess, on social bonds of solidarity uh, and uh, real, I guess, a post-capitalist uh, imagination of how uh, we can produce and uh, meet uh, all of our social, material and cultural needs across the society. I'm joined by writer and researcher Tio Mulefe, uh, who recently wrote uh, that, uh, I guess reflecting on recent proceedings in Parliament, uh, that uh, South Africa was unlikely really to create a uh, responsive and dedicated national cooperative uh, development agency, as was proposed. Uh, uh, about a decade ago and uh, also mentioning I guess that uh, some of the challenges have to do with how we think about the support we extend both to small and medium-sized enterprises uh, and how we think of uh, that particular framing in relation uh, to cooperatives. Uh, Tio joins me now on the line. Tio, uh, good evening to you and welcome. Hi Ayabanga, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I understand you're joining us from the U.S., man, so, so there might be a bit of a lag, I guess, uh, but uh, we'll certainly try and make it happen. Uh, but thank you very much uh, for taking time out to join us this evening. Uh, and I want us maybe, I guess, to, to start off around 2011, because um, I think that's quite critical to, to mapping out this particular story and uh, uh, some of what has happened since. What, what was the idea about how we extend cooperative support? Uh, and I guess this question is important in the context of you know, the very weak outcomes uh, on the part of many an agency in supporting these uh, business forms? Sure, I can answer that. I'm joining from Switzerland, actually. Um, so in 2011, oh, okay. the, uh, the Department of Trade and Industry, which was at the time was responsible for cooperative development, which is like developing cooperatives, it introduced a strategy, the 2012 to 2022 Integrated Strategy on the Promotion and Development of Cooperatives. One of the key um, elements of this strategy was to launch a dedicated cooperative development agency. This agency was supposed to support cooperatives to um, meet their developmental transformation and inclusion objectives. Because at the time, it was reported that cooperatives were failing at quite an alarming rate. Uh, at the time, it was approximated to be at 88%. Um, and this cooperative development agency was supposed to turn the situation around by providing dedicated support to the country's cooperatives to help them, um, you know, reach their economic and social social to realize the economic and social transformation objective. Um, mm. Mm. And one of the key elements in this, in this, in, in this, um, in the strategy was to look at the values and principles of the, of cooperatives, which, you know, most organizations have uh, what, what we would be called an ideological base that their own uh, members kind of decide for themselves. Whereas cooperatives have a, have an, have an identity that's, accepted across the world as being what defines a cooperative, and it's defined by a set of values and principles which are put into practice in their operation. Mm -hmm. And the way these values and principles practically translate in a cooperative is that a cooperative ends up pursuing financial goals, which is, you know, to be a, a, sustainable, um, a sustainable enterprise. Um, it also pursues uh, social and environmental goals, which is, you know, depending on what, they, what their needs of their, of their members are. But I guess more importantly, or equally as important, is that cooperatives also operate in this alternative paradigm to what, how to how individualist um, enterprises work. 
So in a cooperative, um, a cooperative is jointly owned by its members, mm. and its members have an equal say in how it operates under the principle of one member, one vote. Now, that's unlike any other enterprise, the way any other enterprise is organized or, or operates. And because of this, because of this, any um, enterprise development program that seeks to uh, support cooperatives needs to be able to work across these three dimensions mm. on to work on uh, financial sustainability, to work on helping cooperatives meet its social and environmental goals, and to also help it institute these these structures that allow joint ownership and um, and collective and uh, democratic decision making on the part of members. Unfortunately, since 2011, all the, the programs that have been run, uh, so the cooperative development agency hasn't materialized to date. What's happened is that the DTI launched a cooperative development unit, which was later transferred mm. to the Department of Small Div- Business Development, where it has yes, been yes. since then. And this Those are the guys who do the uh, cooperative, cooperative incentive scheme. Yeah, that's yeah. One of, that's one of the one of the, the, the elements of it sure, is that they run sure. the cooperative incentive scheme, uh, which is supposed to provide financial support to cooperatives alongside mm. other non-financial support. So, yeah, so this was transferred to the, to the Department of Small Business Development and working with its agency, the Small Enterprise um, Development Agency, they've been, you know, cobbling together some kind of support for cooperatives, but all of that has been focused on the financial sustainability aspect mm-hmm. of cooperatives, mm-hmm. neglecting the other two goals of, um, the other goals of, the, you know, the, the, sure. the, the social and uh, environmental goals and also the, the, um, the alternative paradigm goal. Mm. T.O., I want us, I want us before we get to, to some of those goals, uh, to take a brief break. And uh, when we come back, we'll certainly unpack, I guess, you know, how we can hit the sweet spot of being able to uh, meet all of those uh, varied objectives, but also, I guess, engage with the tension of uh, trying to, you know, create an alternative paradigm of undertaking business in a capitalist society, which is largely premised, I guess, on individualized and private uh, uh, ownership Uh, of uh, the means of production. 20 minutes it is after 8 p.m. We'll take this brief break. When we come back, I continue with Tio Mulefe, uh, and it's our SMME exchange. 21 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the SMME exchange here on Metro FM Talk, and we're talking cooperatives uh, this evening, and I guess uh, what distinguishes them from social enterprises or or any other form of small and medium-sized enterprise. And uh, I'm joined by cooperative worker and researcher Tio Mulefe, who's joining me all the way out from Switzerland. And uh, we're talking, I guess, about uh, um, some of the challenges over the last decade uh, in extending public support to uh, many of these cooperatives. And, you know, T.O., I remember, I think it was about probably 18 months ago, uh, having a conversation with uh, the then minister uh, in the Department of Small Business Development, probably a lot earlier than that, actually, um, around the weakness and in the performance of the cooperative incentive scheme. Um, as part, I guess, of the suite of support that the uh, Department of Small Business Development provides. And one got a sense that, you know, the cooperatives are seen as, you know, those entities that you sort of uh, place on the side, if, you know, you think of it as just a sewing cooperative. And yet across the, the world, there, there are very interesting examples of, you know, cooperatives that have been able to, within the belly of, uh, you know, uh, a capitalism, be able to really develop, I guess, business on a different basis. I think of Mondragon in Spain and, uh, you know, uh, many other uh, examples, even here on the African continent. Uh, how do we resolve that particular tension? Uh, because one would think that that's the same tension that replicates itself in how we reflect and think about policy support. 
Yeah, you mentioned the cooperative incentive scheme. Um, you know, that was meant to be one small element of a much broader um, uh, strategy of support for for cooperatives. Um, unfortunately, for the reason that you say, the cooperative incentive scheme has failed to meet its its desired objectives. Um, you know, again, the, 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 the cooperative incentive scheme, again, like much of the other programs, focused on financial sustainability above above everything else. Um, you know, trying to make sure that applicants submit a business plan and feasibility studies, itemized budgets that showed the potential of the enterprise to grow. And it's important to have that element in place, but it's also how this enterprise grows, or who it grows for, who accrues the benefits of its growth and development. You know, cooperatives in, Mon- in, in the society in Mondragon have uh, been able to carve out a niche for themselves, um, carve out a niche for themselves in which they can set their own terms by which they operate. And, you know, the, the, the objectives of policy in South Africa seemed to be that in the beginning. But financial pressures, in, in, especially in more, in more recent years, uh, the pressure, pressure on budgetary pressures on the, on the on public finances have created a situation where um, I don't want to be unkind to say that that, um, that that those in charge are looking for shortcuts because I, you know there are really well-intentioned people, well-intentioned people working on this, but the financial pressures that have been under have been you know what's the quickest way to kind of you know uh, say what we wanted to do, and that's what's happening now with with this cooperative development agency that's now going to be merged with uh, with CEDA and CIFA and the Cooperative Bank's Development Agency to create this mega agency for, for, for cooperatives. And in order for cooperatives to become, to, to carve out the niche for themselves that, they, that, they're able, that they've been able to in countries like Spain in, in, uh, with the Mondragon cooperatives, they need to be allowed that space to you know, pursue financial goals and pursue these, these other goals as well. And unfortunately, that's not the direction where things are headed right now. And it requires a massive rethink before... Um, you know, they're going to be, uh, what limited funds are available are going to be spent on, uh, on this new mega agency with its, uh, programs for cooperatives. And if it's not structured in a way that meets the unique needs and goals of cooperatives, we're going to see the continued level of, of failures that we have been when it comes to, to cooperatives and their contribution to economic and social development in South Africa. And I guess that, you know, in South Africa, there's also an additional layer when we think about it, which is, you know, we're probably sort of one of the, and maybe we're not unique in in this sense, but I think, you know, how we framed legislation around broad-based black economic empowerment, very explicit about earmarking this type of organizational form uh, as a potential, you know, set of organizations that are explicitly intended to benefit from that legislation. And yet we certainly haven't seen it. I mean, um, you know, uh, a lot has been made recently about, you know, worker ownership and, you know, one, one of the entities uh, here in South Africa as part of the, the broader transformation project. But very few entities, when they think about doing a BE deal, do they ever sort of go and uh, think about, you know, going to a cooperative in their supply chain or even thinking about a cooperative among their workers? Yeah, that's got to do with that, with the fact that very few people ever consider cooperatives. They, ever, they, they, they never consider how cooperatives can be can be can be brought into brought into this process. Uh, they don't consider um, what service, what offerings can be can be extended uh, extended to cooperatives. 
and I, you know, I, I, I hate to sound like a, 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 a stuck record, but uh, again, it comes back to the strategy that has that hasn't been fully implemented. That's not going to be revised and changed in ways that it hadn't it hadn't been intended before. Uh, this part of the strategy was to promote the cooperative model. You know, to run education programs for the private sector for uh, people in the public sector who work with cooperatives, to let them know what cooperatives are, mm. why they're unique and different to other, to, other SM, to other SMEs, and what that means for them when it comes, to, when it comes to, to how they acquire goods and services from the market, for example, or what, what, how that differ when they acquire goods and services from cooperatives, how that differ when they fund, this right funding and support to cooperatives or, uh, or, or partner in a BE deal with cooperatives. Uh, unfortunately, that work has has fallen by the wayside and it doesn't seem that that it's going to be happening anytime soon Tio, just before i guess we, we um you know conclude our conversation unfortunately we have run out of time um i guess the big question would be sort of what would you say would be the constitutive parts of a alternative agenda for cooperatives in a manner that can respond if i can add um to, to the unfolding social crisis that we see all around us, um, not just with COVID-19, but I think, you know, the very deep material crisis that we see in many of our villages, many of our townships, and in many parts of our society at a firm and at a household level. How do we think about these organizational forms as a way, one, to, to meet immediate needs, but to also, I guess, sort of create a different material and productive basis um, in many parts of our country? Yeah, cooperatives are self-help organizations, you know, uh, founded on the principles of, of autonomy and independence and um, self-direction. And because of the, the, the way, the haphazard manner um, cooperative development has, has taken place in South Africa, um, there hasn't, uh, us as cooperatives, we haven't coalesced into an actual movement uh, to speak of. So what needs to happen at this stage is that we cooperatives need to get together and say, sure. this, these are our needs and aspirations. This is what we want. This is what we want this to look like. Um, and yeah, I, you know, it, 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 it's a really difficult situation because a lot of um, most cooperative members in South Africa are poor. Most are black. The vast majority are poor with very few resources. Um, and a cooperative is, is you know, a, a way to meet immediate Material needs. So these broader mm-hmm. issues of um, policy and support structures are not always, you know, top of mind. Maybe it's on it's on us, people like myself, uh, who are better resourced um, um, uh, members of cooperatives, to, you know, convene people to 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 get other cooperative members together to say, hey, this is what's happening with us mm-hmm. uh, in our sector. Where we we say that uh, one of the principles of our organizations is cooperation among cooper- cooperatives. How are we demonstrating this? And so that's 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 m- at least my thinking behind. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm initiating a study uh, sure. pursuing this line of questioning, and I'm inviting other cooperatives uh, to mm. come join me uh, in this in this study as we devise our own uh, developmental agenda that we will take to sure. to Parliament that we will take to the Department of Small Business Development, saying. This is what our this is what our identity as cooperatives is about. And this is how we want to realize our needs and aspirations, and this is what you can do to help us. So we we at least take charge of our own development in that regard. Sure. Okay, Tio, thank you very much, my brother, all the way from Switzerland. Uh, really, really appreciate that, and I guess giving us a lot of food for thought there. I mean, uh, we we certainly on this particular platform. Uh, spoken on numerous occasions to you know people from the 
Africa Cooperatives University, you know, uh, cooperative financial institutions who use a cooperative type model to uh, offer financial services to their members and to other people. Um, and I guess it might be time for us to um, see also this particular platform uh, as a way to convene all of these people that we've spoken to, to really get to some type of agenda, to uh, try and think differently about the paradigm through which we do business. 29 minutes it is now before 9 p.m. Let's take this brief break. When we come back, we go into our community.